What's up, guys? This podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is an easy way for you to monetize your podcast. It helps podcasters have a flat rate for your ad space so you know how much you're making from Podgo. You can apply today to become a member and immediately be connected to advertisers that fit your audience. You can do that by going to podgo.co. That's P-O-D-G-O.co. Start now. Welcome to the Winner Circle Podcast, everyone. Today we are live in Bowie, and we have the pleasure of hosting Kale Vaughn Celery. Hello. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm good. Good, good. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, maybe introduce yourself to the audience. Um, my name is Dia Hancock. Um, okay. I run Kale Vaughn Celery, vegan goods and treats. Vegan goods and treats. Yes. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I currently operate my store um, online uh, via Etsy, and um, most recently started uh, doing like uh, orders for pickup. So. Okay. From the- That's nice. So, yeah, yeah. what made you get into vegan desserts? Like, I know it's a lot of people now that's that is practicing vegan food or alkalinity, um, but you never hear about the dessert side. So, what made you tap into that avenue? Um, first it came from just a little history of me and my vegan journey. I've been vegan for 10 years. Wow. So, yeah. Um, I, uh, it's starting a vegan company has been something that I've been thinking about for maybe like five years. I actually designed my logo in the cubicle of one of my office jobs, um, many moons ago. So, um, it's something I've wanted to start, um, doing, the baked goods and then branching off into meals, but Mm -hmm. the baked goods made it easier for me to ship nationwide Mm. and to reach a larger audience than just maybe trying to catch, you know, vegans in the area. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there is a market for it here, but there's so many, DC has so many good vegan restaurants. I'm like, I feel like my lane right now is baked goods and who doesn't love a donut? Mmm, so good and tasty. Or a cookie or, and especially I've had people come to my shop and say, I didn't know I could get a vegan version of this particular cookie. So, That's what I'm so surprised about. Um, it's funny. I just, uh, I was with another brand. Uh, I, I think it's called Coca. It's like, uh, it's like the Coca bean. She, so she would make like desserts as vegan, like organic out of the Coca bean. And in my mind, I'm thinking, how is that possible? How are you guys doing this? Right. So okay. if you can tell us a little bit about like, you know, your desserts. What different ingredients that you use to make your desserts? Right. Um, So especially when it comes to baking, it's more like a science. So um, like the eggs and milk, um, eggs for binding and things like that. So um, instead of using um, regular eggs, I use flax eggs. What are those? Flax is a... um, Like flax seeds? seeds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You ground them up, um, mix them with a little bit of water, and let them sit for a minute, and they can get that consistency that you need to... Like an egg. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Using that and also um, chickpea chickpea flour, that can also be used as an egg substitute. Um, Same kind of principle, kind of binds together, thickens up, you know. But but chickpea um, flour, I use that more for the breads. Um, that I sell because it also kind of binds it, holds it together, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. So it's kind of, and the internet is actually my friend as far as tips and tricks and and things like that for um, finding a substitute that works for what you're actually making, you know. 
Because I know when I first started doing vegan baking, um, they're like, use applesauce as an egg replacer. I don't I don't like the applesauce as an mm. egg replacer thing. It doesn't hold up mm-hmm. as well as like my chickpea flour mm. egg or the flax egg. Okay. So you mentioned 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the question I want to ask you is, um, when did you decide to make that switch? What was the, the mental or maybe spiritual you know, experience that you had and said, you know what? It's 10 years, you know, five years in now. I, I, I think I'm ready to, you know, I worked in my lower a couple years ago. I think I'm ready to get this started. Um, I think, um, so I've been vegetarian since before that. So I. Oh, so you was. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I've, You're seasoned, seasoned. Yeah. You're OG. Yeah, an OG. Yeah. <laughs> I became vegetarian in 2003 wow so um what made you make that change um it started off as a weight loss thing it actually did start off as um cutting out um red meat and um and chicken and fish to just kind of you know cleanse i Mm -hmm. lost like you know everybody else in telling my age the freshman 15 i like lost the freshman for 25 Mm. you know from Mm -hmm. changing my diet and and stuff like that and working out and things Mm -hmm. so um it started off as like a diet thing and then the transition to vegan was when i started thinking more about um the uh animal cruelty and the environment and Mm. stuff like that so that's kind of where my veganism kind of stems from mm-hmm. um, is um, having cherishing just like all life, you know, and I'd like to think that my uh, my veganism is a little more than a diet, not a little more. My veganism is more than just a diet. Like I don't buy things made with animal products. I don't wear leather, you know, things like it's that. Lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's nice. That's amazing. Uh, so once you decided to, you know, you first started vegetarian, then you went vegan because of the you know, just being more aware and more in tune with everything else that's going on around you. And then after that, that's when, I guess, you transition into the business. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I just started going hardcore on the business this year. Okay. Um, because um, I would mentioned I, um, I was in video production because, mm-hmm. you know, I was a film major. I was like, this is going to be my life. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, my love and lust for it kind of wasn't the same as it was when I graduated from college many moons ago. Mm. So was it because you felt like, I think I did good with this. I want to try something new or was it more so like, I kind of don't love it the same. I kind of don't love it the same. Mm. Um, But my love and passion for this particular business Mm -hmm. was like, I'm feeling it right now. Mm. You know, not to say that I don't still take on like part-time things occasionally if somebody needs help with something. I do all of my own um, videos and marketing and stuff for the business, which does kind of like drive you crazy a little bit, being the one-man band. The I, life of a small business so owner. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since I was like, I know Adobe Creative Suite, so I don't need to pay somebody for wow. something that I've been doing. Your whole life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, shout out to all the other creatives out there. I, I sometimes I feel bad when people hit me up on like Instagram. They're like, "Do you need something for your business? I could do this, that, and the third. I'm like, "Baby, I do it all." Myself. I do it all. Yes, yes, sir. Sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the desserts. <laughs> that's and then amazing. Treat myself to a cookie after I'm done. Right. So. That's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, if there's anything that you can um, guess, uh, tell the audience about yourself. 
that you never told anyone and more specifically about the business, like maybe a hard time or um, a time when you felt like mm, maybe I need to slow down or take this vegan business into another direction. Maybe you want to share that with us? I would say, and this might be something that um, other small business owners have felt before, like, do I really want to do this? You know, is, is this because it's not always you jump in and the money's right there, you know? And then it's um, investing a lot to see what see what I can get in return. You know, I, it's it's just it's stressful. That's what I just say. It is so. I probably shared this with my best friends, but it's I'm motivated because I continue to get good reviews on on my things. I continue to get like new people coming and, and purchasing for me. So I'm like the possibilities are there. Mm. I just have to stick with it. Right. So and how are you able to market yourself? You no, know, this is personal question because uh, that's the main thing that um, I'm trying to do now. Of course, you have to do the ads and things of that nature. But how are you able to attract that different demographic? Because I'm pretty sure most of your customers are only your friends and your family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I decided to kind of reach outside of the box. I'm in a, a black business owner group. Is it on Facebook? It's on Facebook. I think that's how I found you on Instagram. Okay. (laughs) It's like three of them. It's deep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this girl had mentioned that she's just starting her um, makeup line Mm. and she's going to send her makeup to influencers. And I was like, you know what? That is not a bad idea. So I reached out to some influencers on Instagram. Like huge influencers? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I looked at their followers. I kind of checked out their page to see um, if it aligns if, yeah mm-hmm, if we would vibe mm-hmm. you know what I mean and uh, some people got back to me and I was able to send them um, some treats and I did get some direct sales directly from them um, posting about it on there I was like I'll send it to you you can post it in your Instagram story you know that's all I ask it's, yeah that's all I ask I was like that's I invested in that instead of investing in an ad post. Mm. You know, because I'm like, I would rather... um, Direct market, that's smart. mm -hmm, Yeah, like a real-life person, Mm -hmm. you know, reach out. So um, I would say getting creative, you know. Um, It's... You keep getting no's until you get a yes for somebody to talk about your stuff, you know, work with your stuff, especially if it's no cost to them except mm. for, like, an hour of their time. Mm. They're usually here for it, mm. you know. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's more so about, um, I guess, giving, giving them um, the opportunity to feel part of the brand versus having to, before they even understand your brand, um, to, I guess, uh, to know and be part of it before they can actually put back love or, you know, finance back into it. Right. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Right. And then um, another question that I have for you is as far as like, um, you know, just as far as like, um, you know, you mentioned earlier how you do everything on your own. Um, have you figured out or have you tried to do any collaborations or, you know, add another CEO onto the team to help you out with everything else? Um, I haven't. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think because, so my CE, so I call my friends my board of directors. Okay. Okay. So I have like like three or four people. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? 
Mm. Okay, I'm thinking about, because one of my friends is a classically trained French chef. And so if I'm thinking about like a flavor of something, which I haven't gotten as wonky with my flavors in my shop as I kind of want to, because mm-hmm. I, I do want to like branch out and do some like unique and interesting things that people might not expect, you know, right. from a vegan cookie. Um, so I'll be like, what do you think of this flavor? Like even the regular food that I post on my page, I'm like, you know, does this work together? And she'll be like, yeah. And I would also maybe add this, you know, so I go to her for some of that. Okay. And then best friend is a project manager for um, like a government contracting company. So I'll go to her like, what do you think? You know, it's just. um, So basically get you solid group of friends, Mm -hmm. you know, that can, you know, always hold you accountable and also give you critique on your business or new ideas. Right. On your Mm -hmm. business. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like with my video work, I'll send somebody like. Does this catch your eye? You know, to to pulling customers, kind of thing. Nice, so. nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a little about you know the customer engagement. So you got the influencers now. You know, they're putting you on. So now. I don't know. Sometimes I could be hard headed just because I, I think somebody likes something. I have to try it out myself. Right. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how you was able to actually attain those um, customers. Uh, was it continuing direct um, marketing? Did you reach out to them personally and say, hey, I want to send you out, you know, a free sample of this? Or is it more so like, hey, this person had this. I think you will like it. I actually I have been kind of um, I've been making sure because I did maintain followers. I mean, gain followers mm-hmm. and I'm trying to maintain them maintain. on social media so making sure I post every day I use um, Hootsuite are you familiar with no but I will be hip today okay so <laughs> uh, Hootsuite and then also um, Planoly is another one and it's a um, social media scheduling platform okay but yeah so um, I use that to kind of plan out um, at least a week's worth of posts even if it's generic like I've, uh, I post some cookies that are available in the shop mm-hmm. you know of course try to keep the language fresh mm-hmm. but um, just at least making sure I'm posting something every day so people see me on their timeline mm-hmm. every day every day so yeah. they see the consistency and say okay she's not giving up this is a legit a business right mm-hmm. okay that's right. perfect mm-hmm. I, I, I could say that's definitely something Kelvin and I have to have to do a better job at I don't know, it's, it's probably because we have a podcast, so it's more so more listening. So right. it's like you can't force people to listen to stuff. It's more so if they want to listen to it. So I guess we put it out there, and we created the, the winner circle because we honestly wanted the followers that we already have and uh, future entrepreneurs, somebody that want to start their business, to you know take a listen to the podcast. So let's say if you're already a follower and you haven't been on the show yet, and you're doing the same type of business as somebody that we get on the show, you have a little bit more information or inspiration of how to go about your business. So I kind of guess that's what we've been doing. But it's like now we need to attract that outside audience, just like what you said. So that's very important what you said. Mm-hmm. Well, the last two questions I have for you. I want to know how you feel um, doing the business. Uh, I know you already mentioned earlier about the hard times, but as far as like the gratification that you get when you get that customer gratification, you get when you make the desserts. Like I know you probably be in the kitchen, like, Ooh, that tastes good. <laughs> I made it, I made it out of vegan and not sugar. So tell me a little bit about that. I would say I get really excited when, um, I get customer reviews, you know, when they reach out to me, when they post about it on their, um, and this is unsolicited, you know, reviews and stuff. I do actually put in my, um, in the boxes that I ship out. I'm like, if you enjoyed this, please, you know, leave me a review. You know, I would, cause 
um, any likes, comments, shares and stuff gets more people coming to you. So, and I, I also, um, customer service is big for me. Um, I was a um, customer service manager for six years and mm. then I bartended and served for like 10 years. This is like part time, you know, while I was doing everything else. So I'm hip to people and it's, I recommend. You gotta make them feel good. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I know it sucks, like, because um, we all know, mm -hmm. and I'm probably gonna get shot for saying this, the customer is not always right. Not always you know what right. I'm saying? But, but they you, are. But you still want them to feel good like, about the situation, right. <laughs> you know? Because um, sometimes, because um, I've had people, especially as a customer service manager, come at me sideways, and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, clutch pearls, mm -hmm. collect yourself, you know, and still. Mm -hmm. Something, um, I don't remember the other agreements, but there's a book called The Four Agreements, mm -hmm. and it's essentially dealing with um, people in life and everything else. Mm -hmm. And one of the agreements I try to live by with my business and customer service is um, don't take anything personally as it relates to customer service. If somebody's coming at you like really weird, like this is, I mean, if, of course, examine your, you know, your side of mm -hmm. how things are going. Right. But also um, examine how this might just be how they interact with people. It might just be their day. Somebody might have literally pissed them off before they walked into the store. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I worked at the Sugar Factory Union Station, D.C. Oh, my gosh. You already know what Union Station is like. <laughs> yes. So it's crazy. Uh -huh. So we used to have random people come in there, you know, try to, you know, take the candy and steal it and stuff like that. And then I was a, I was a bartender slash mixologist. So whenever I would make people drinks, um... Oh, I don't like this, you know, or no, nah, you put too much sugar and sweets into it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's DC. They're not saying it in a regular way. Right. It's like, they coming at you. <laughs> and in my mind, it's like, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just tone it down. Sometimes I have to go through the back, you know what I'm saying? Come back in the front. Mm -hmm. So I definitely understand how you feel about that is being able to, I guess, always make the customer feel good. And that's very important. Mm -hmm. um, so the last question I have for you is, um, as far as your brand identity and brand image, um, how did that, you know, uh, come about because I know you mentioned that you was working on your logo. What made you pick um, the certain colors and certain designs on your, you know, your logo, mm -hmm. and how was that able to transform into what your brand is now? So um, my logo is actually a profile picture of me. Like when I designed it, this is, I feel so bad because I did all this on the clock. Um, <laughs> but I was I was in my queue. You know, I was either waiting for something to get reviewed or it was like a slow period. Time waits on no one. Right. <laughs> so I took a, um, a profile of my, this is when I had like a bigger afro. And I took a profile of myself and just started playing with it. Because I always loved the name Kale Von Celery. And I was like, that's going to be my name no matter what. Kale Von Celery. So I found a, um, a royalty-free stock image of Kale, you know, on the interwebs. And just started playing around with that in Photoshop, making it like cartoony and then kind of um, playing with the colors. I made, oh, what do they call it? You know the Pantone colors where you... No, you're going to have to give me hip. Okay. <laughs> what does Pantone mean? Oh, okay. like, you got to teach me what that is first. So, um, uh, the best way to describe it... You know how you go into um, Home Depot and you're looking for paint, uh -huh. okay? And they have like that strip that has the different shades like of like the samples and stuff yeah, like that. Mm -hmm. The different shades of like yellow mm -hmm. and red and stuff like that. You can put together a um, 
with your brand identity, you can put together the colors that you always want to use. You know, the mm, colors that like you a branding always... kit. Yes, almost like exactly. Okay. Yes, that's that. That's the word I would use. Oh, that yeah. was it, branding kit. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of the um, picture and mm-hmm. from the hair, I developed the colors that I always wanted to use for everything. So it makes it really easy going back with marketing and stuff. That mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even have to figure out what you know what greens I'm going to use. I'm using this one. And I don't know why I chose that purple because I felt like I needed a pop. My lips are purple. That's the only thing that's purple in the picture. Mm-hmm. But I was just, you know, purple's pretty. Why not? You yeah. know? I think purple mm-hmm. means royalty. So okay. there it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like it seemed fun, you know, and it's a part of me that's always with the business. Right. Is my face. My face is on your food, you know. <laughs> and it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much uh, for being on the podcast. Is there anywhere that we can get in contact with you, learn more about what you got going on? Or do you have any fire new desserts that's coming out next that you want to tell us about? Um, I'm playing around with Holiday. Um, right now, I just have like mittens and snowflakes, which are just like sugar cookies. Any gingerbread? But um, I actually, molasses cookies are, that's my kind of ginger okay. ready kind of thing. Um, I didn't even think about, but I, I'm debating about trying um, a peppermint chocolate chip cookie. People love peppermint. Right, right. So that might be a possibility. Um, but you can find me. Um, I don't know if this is appropriate, but I'd like to say it this way. On all the platforms you use to stalk your exes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Kale Von Celery. Um, I mean, it is facts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and then um, kalevoncelery.etsy.com. Um, I'm working on, I did, I bought my domain name and um, kalevoncelery.com. It's not up yet because I'm debating like, is that something that I do want to invest in and maybe pass it along to someone else? Because my friend put together her website and I'm inspired, but also I don't, I don't know that I have, I don't know. It was a lot for and, her. And yeah. that's kind of like in the same position I'm at now. I just dropped my website for my clothing brand and <clears throat> I was thinking about getting a domain, but with my clothing brand being a lifestyle brand and I'm only going to be dropping two uh, designs per season, I was thinking, like, do I want to keep paying reoccurrently? I mean, of course, if I'm generating the revenue for it, it's no problem at all. Mm-hmm. But just, like, just looking at it, the basis of it. But it's very, I, I learned that it's very important to have a, um, a domain name just because of the branding aspect of it, the brand awareness aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But knowing that I'm just starting off, I feel as though I don't need it right now. I think I just need to first generate that customer base, that's that solid customer base, that brand awareness, where people can say, cool, if he's going to drop this, I'm going to buy it. And then when I get that notoriety, then I'll probably do my domain. But I'm not too sure how, you know, you know how that relates to you but you know just my own perspective i don't i, I don't know I, I was thinking about dropping mines next week but i'm still thinking about it right mm-hmm. so i don't know what's your advice on that um do you because i actually i'm trying to get into email marketing which is a whole other thing that thing makes you bread like yeah. i didn't think about it because we get so many emails and we ignore it but then right one day we're gonna click on it right no totally um i can't tell you how many times i look back on something and i'm like i wouldn't have bought this if i hadn't received this coupon in my email um there's some stuff i've been putting off and then i get that coupon or that notice at or the that, right time mm-hmm. and then it's yeah 
So um, that's so, something that I want to get into. So you're more so focused on uh, just directly reaching the audience, you know, the, your target audience. Right. And then everything else. I mean, of course, you already, you know, you studied it. You already got it down packed, the visuals and the, the marketing. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So you're more so just trying to get to, straight to the customers and be as personal as you can with right. your brand. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you guys so yeah. much for tuning into the Winner Circle Podcast. Stay tuned for our next couple of episodes that we have coming up. And uh, have a great day.